he's going to be like, has anyone seen my pill bottle? Like, that's how aging works. I know you're ageist, but that's how aging works. No, you're the ageist one. No, I'm not the ageist. You're the ageist one. Are you kidding me? I am, but you took it and you went (laughs) further. I was the guy who's like casually ageist. I was like, they shouldn't drive and get out of my way at the grocery store. And you were like, let's round them up. You took it to the next Uh, level. (laughs) Well, yeah, I would round up most people and get rid of them, truly. Welcome to episode number 522 of the podcast. I'm your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to the lifeo idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on the things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these matrimonial pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast, and we're on Twitter at podcastpod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be contestant previewing The Golden Bachelor. But before we do that, you guys, we will be in Atlanta in just a little over a week for the last podcast live of 2023. And we want you to be in the room with us where it's going to happen. There are two floor seats left and about 75 seats left in something called The Loge. We have four fun surprise guests. Jason Waterfalls will be on stage, Aaron Moon, Indy, Evan will all be on stage. There's some special surprises created by our beloved Terrence. It's kind of just two plus hours of the best kind of chaos. You can get all the event info you need at knockjamie.com slash live. And if you use code birthday on Ticketmaster, you can save a few bucks on the last handful of tickets. Also, we did an Austin show deep dive in the more you know for BFOTS that's already out. And you can hear all our secrets and all our fun stories and all the people that we loved and hated the most. And you can sign up for a seven-day free trial for our Patreon community. And at the end of the week, you can bounce if it's not your vibe. But it's the vibe for almost 12,000 folks. So we cordially invite you to participate. You can head to the link in the show notes or go to knoxandjamie.com slash Patreon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, Jamie. Uh, it is, uh, I'm not going to call it the most wonderful time of the year because um, this is definitely a specific thing and a specific vibe, but it is a particular uh, time of the year, we are here uh, gathered together to talk about some of these contestants on this old senior bachelor. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, I did want to check in 
with uh, Aaron. We, you know, we left last week and uh, she had some homework. She was going to try to find uh, a college football program or fan base or whatever to get passionate about. Aaron, did you complete that assignment? Yes. Um, I had some criteria that I wanted to hit and my criteria was I needed a good story. Okay. Mm. I needed I needed a coach that was quirky or hot. Okay. And good. um I needed a it's good hard. a good mascot. Yep. And I needed something silly, like a silly little thing. Okay. okay. Um it didn't matter what the silly little thing was, I just needed like a right. silly little thing. So um I chose a school that has an excellent comeback story. Their program was shuttered in uh 2014. Uh, okay. The community freaked out, and they raised a lot of money. Uh, they raised $27 million Ooh. and brought it back to the community, which was very exciting. And the when they brought it back, the team has been bowl eligible ever since, every year since they brought it back, which is very exciting. They have a fun mascot. It's a dragon named Blaze. Yay! Um, they have a coach whose name is Coach Dilfer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, they have their silly little thing is uh, they have a rivalry with the University of Memphis called the mm -hmm. Battle of the Bones, and yep. whoever wins gets a hundred pound bronze statue of a rack of ribs. Yes, and so <laughs> I have chosen for my uh, college football team that I will be rooting for is actually my alma mater, University of Alabama. <laughs> Go Blazers! Go Blazers! Uh, okay, I, I love, I'm going to stay positive. I like that you made a choice. <laughs> Full stop. I enjoyed that. I, okay. I do feel like there's some homerism here, you know? Okay, uh, okay. Because the, uh, Alma Their colors are good. Their colors are also good. Colors are good. Yeah. Colors are good. Um, the, uh, the coach, he actually was a former number one overall pick. Um, he's okay. won a Super Bowl. He was coaching high school football last year. Uh, oh, in, okay. Uh, so this is a move up. It was move up. And it was kind of like when he left, he was like, I think I went too hard on y'all. So okay. I got to go before <laughs> okay. I break the state of Tennessee. Okay. And I now like he's it. here. So I, like I kind of like the vibe with it. Um, were there were there any other programs that you were considering that you were like, this was a real barn burner? Yes. I uh, Second place for me was um, there's a team that is the Gophers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What What is their? Minnesota. Are, the Minnesota yes, Gophers. Minnesota Gophers. Gophers yeah. They were a high, high choice. I think you would have really liked PJ Fleck. He's kind of a hot nerd and he likes to row that boat. Like that's his big thing and big kind of nerd a energy on the sideline. I, it probably is, but it's also his mantra like as a coach. Uh, um, so. Also, another option for me was Texas Tech. Um, because, mm. but really the only thing they brought to the table was that they throw tortillas on the field. And I <laughs> honestly think that's a waste of a tortilla, especially in the Texas panhandle. So I couldn't choose them. Oh, uh, the Gophers coach looks like Lex Luthor. He does. Man, that's you really the, hit the Luthor too. I've Luthor. noticed the trend. Luthor. Really? I know that's probably like technically correct, but I just, I'm, I'm a guy, I'm a simple man. Really? You say Lex Luthor? I say Lex Luthor, yeah. but like, um, I appreciate I like the people who really go for uh, authorial intent and they're like, yeah, Luthor. I like Luthor. He, let me tell you this guy, he likes to back into parking spaces. I'll tell you that right now. I can tell just by looking at him. Is that a euphemism is my question to you. Mm. Not in a good way. Only for the man. <laughs> okay. But I okay. think, I think my choice is good because I can actually go to games. Now, will she? I think I will. Uh, I think you could. Yeah. I think you might when it got cooler. Yeah, when it gets yeah. cooler. 
Yeah. Did you? Uh, so I, I do need to hold you accountable here. Uh, they, I think they just played Louisiana, um, and they uh, Louisiana BTB. They beat that butt uh, this uh-huh. weekend. So do you have a, a statement on behalf of the UAB uh, Blazers fandom? Look, here's the thing. You did not ask me to jump on a winning bandwagon. Yeah, you can't do that. I didn't. I'm, I did. I'm not going to hold that against you. That's right. I'm not going to hold that like, against you. I'm here for the long haul. You know, mm-hmm. I'm here for a long time, not here for a good time. Right. Okay. Halfway through that, were you like, which, did I do it in the <laughs> yeah, right order? I did. I did. Well, I was like, wait, did I do that right? And she had a little PTSD because that's like her high school career too. So That's yeah. like when, when people say like, fool me once. I, yeah. I always start it and I'm like, I don't remember the order. I don't know but the rest. You know what which, I'm going one, for. which one, Debbie? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. I'm 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 in it. I'm in it to win it. I'm willing to give I went to UAB when it was not a cool place to go. Yeah. Yeah. And the minute I left, they were like, We're gonna make this nice and you're gonna have some pride in going here. So I'm willing to give it a second chance. Good for you. Yeah. I love this. I do want us to uh, help make you the most famous UAB fan on the internet. Um, that's a really big goal for me uh, right now in my life. So I appreciate you participating and maybe we'll check back in throughout the year. Okay. That sounds great. That sounds great. Okay. So speaking of something that should have stayed retired, Jamie, we're going to talk about this. Wow. (laughs) What a a professional segue though. Can we agree on that? It was excellent. It was top notch. It really was. I don't know if it was. I don't know. Um, the golden bachelor is coming back. It's not coming back. It's the first time. So it's Mm -hmm. the golden bachelor. September 28th is the premiere. We have been waiting on this a long time because they started collecting cast in January of 2020 for a senior bachelor show. And we were like, what? We're so excited. And then they were like, oh no, people over 70 can't go anywhere for like three years. And so it got delayed until now. Now my favorite take on uh, the Golden Bachelor was, it did come from Reddit where uh, a user wrote, I could barely watch his preview without crying multiple times. This will be a tough watch. I don't want drama to be replaced with old human sadness. I agree. I agree with that take. That's a <laughs> well, great take. I got a newsflash for you. We're going to have a lot of old human sadness. Like it's yeah, not going to be drama filled. Like it's just not. Jamie, do you want to talk a little bit about um, a man whose name I just learned like five minutes ago and I'm not confident about saying it? That's right. So it's spelled uh, G-E-R-R-Y. And I revealed to Knox that I was like, I'm going to call him Jagiri because it looks like Jerry, but his name is actually Gary. And that is when you learned his name was Gary. So I've been been saying Jerry this whole time. This is going to be a problem for me. It's Jagiri. So I'm going to call him Jagiri. So Jagiri is 72 years old. He's a retired restaurateur. Um, In his bio, it says he enjoys hosting barbecues, playing pickleball, because, you know, all the olds. And yep. Aaron love playing pickleball, yep. um, cheering on his favorite Chicago sports teams, four wheeling and spending time with friends and family at restaurants and local haunts. Now he is single because, and this is the saddest story. <laughs> so that's why there's going to be a lot of tears on the season. Yeah. He married his high school sweetheart, Tony with an eye in mm-hmm. 1974. And she retired in May of 2017. They bought their dream house on the lake in Indiana. Escrow closed on June 6th. She got a bacterial infection right after closing that infiltrated mm-hmm. her kidneys and liver. He took her to the ER on July 7th. She died on July 15th. <gasps> no. I know. They, are they saying she got it from the closing? Because that's going to be a real blow for the realtors out there. Like, I want well, them to no, probably not. I mean, them. I don't know what kind of pens they were using. I don't know if they were bacteria filled. Or that's they, why they started. They have, to, they have to stay on the table. Like, I don't get to take it with me. Oh. And I'm like, I just signed all this paperwork. I get a pen out of this. That's I bought a house recently. Goes. I stole three pens off the table because they're so good. Now, so uh, Jagiri is an Indiana native. He lived in Davenport. He has two daughters, Angie and Jenny. And then he has two granddaughters, uh, maybe Charlie. Who knows? Charlie, Charlie, and okay. Peyton. Now, he lives in a house 
on a lake called Big Long Lake. Indiana, okay. I'm going to need you to do better. Indiana, I'm going to need you to Counterpoint, do better. Counterpoint, <laughs> is it a Big Long Lake? It if is it a is, Big Long Lake. I feel great like, about it. <laughs> now, <laughs> if it's not I, Big Long Lake, I'm going to have some big issues no, with it is Indiana. A, well, I would say every lake is a Big Long Lake because how it's so. all relative. What lo, What is long? What there is can long? be a droopy lake. There can be all kinds of lakes. <laughs> That's true. So I feel like well, this is probably an accurate one. So he paid $375,000 for this house on this lake. And let okay. me tell you, let me already set the stage for y'all. He's going to want to die in this house, okay? This little cute lake house on Big Long Lake. And I'm just telling you, the closest target is 55 minutes away. There Whoa. is nothing. There are no towns. Fort Wayne, Indiana is the closest city to this Big Long Lake. And it is a haul. Like, highway 55 miles. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you live there? This is crazy. Well, I, I had a lot of questions because 375 lakefront, that, that feels like a great price. Okay, here's what we know about Jagari. He has, he's, he said... Now, these are some concerns I have. Yeah. So first he said, um, no, when he was offered, he was offered, and they said he was the front runner from the beginning. They liked him okay. so much because they said he was so kind and charming and handsome, but also like really like genuinely lovely and all the references sure. were really good. But then he was no longer interested once they called. And then he said the conversation was very persuasive, uh, the excitement, the fact that I could find a forever partner, I could travel. You put all this together and I start looking at my calendar and it's blank. And I'm thinking, well, that's a pretty good deal. Plus he's probably getting paid. The average star gets paid of The Bachelor, 250000 So you have to go, well, that's a nice retirement. Add to my egg, you know? He's he's definitely um, getting paid. I, I like that they're like, he's a great guy. He had so much experience with restaurants. Um, he like knew stuff about Charlie's we forgot about. I, he's handsome. He's an handsome, a handsome it, old guy. He's a handsome That's, guy. He's very like, guilfy. That's why he got the gig. Yeah, no, statement. for sure. And he said, now, he was asked about two things, and I want to address both of them. He was asked about the fantasy suite. And Jagari said, I just think that a fantasy suite for someone of my age may look different. Don't we know it? Thank you. The activities could be quite different than for someone in their 20s and 30s. I like that he didn't go into detail on that. Like, he was just like... Yeah. I'm like, uh, Gary, like Jerry, use your hands. Talk to me. What are we thinking Well, here? I think it means you're going to have to have a 45-minute head start till that pill kicks in. That's what I think wow. that's about. Okay. Then okay. he was asked, and this is where I think we get the tone of the season. He was yeah. asked about being in a relationship. Okay. And he said, I really believe people are designed to live with someone else. Living alone is lonely, and I also think we're not our best selves when we're not with another person. Let me tell you right now, only a boomer man would say that. I bet none of those women would say that. They'd be like, what? My husband died. It's been great. I got a dog. I'm happy. So we do know that some differences in the season. We do know that we, listen, and this was my question from the beginning. I was like, are these women going to sleep on bunk beds in that mansion? They did. They slept on bunk beds in this mansion. Carrie Fetman, the dresser for the show, he said that the only difference was that the size 14 shoes, love that he said that, by the way, size 14 shoes just wow. needed a little more arch support. Wow. Um, they said that filming, they did fewer events in one day because they did know that the stars, the, like the contestants and he needed more rest, yeah. but the producers have warned us. This was a lengthy piece done in entertainment weekly. And they said that the conflicts that they experience are about, not about, did I get left out, but what will my grandkids think of this? Or how will this work when I've got responsibilities with my own kids or where will I live? That's different than on the main bachelor and bachelorette. Just a plus detective work. Uh, from you on the bunk beds, because that was my first question. Like, how are we going to do this? Because I'm assuming same mansion, 
the physical dimensions, it's the same. So they got to work with that. So um, I love that they uh, did that. Also, I like that you uh, noticed the detective work of uh, the big old man PP for the for the shoe size. You know, I feel like that's important kind of yeah, info to get Carrie out Yeah, that's Carrie helping me out. So yeah. 30,000 women applied to be, 30,000 women mm-hmm. applied to be on the show. 22 contestants were chosen. They are 100% baby boomers across the board, all born between the years of 1948 and 1963. The youngest is 60. Six of the women are 60. The oldest is 75. Two of the women are 75. The average age is 65. We have no name repeats, maybe for the first time in history. No names are repeated, but we do get very classic 50s names. Susan, Pamela, Patricia. They come from 16 states. Uh, New Jersey and California are the most represented. Five women have backgrounds in education. Only about half the women are still working outside the home. Most are retired. And there appear to be, based on self-disclosure, five non-caucasity women on Mm -hmm. the season, which Mm -hmm. he seems very white. So... I mean, I'm not saying he would not choose a woman of color, but he seems super white. You know, these contestants, the thing I noticed in the pictures, they look great. They, they look, look really amazing. Good. They Their really styled look really amazing. well. This is either a commentary on like, you learn like your look and your vibe as you age, or the people in charge of them were like, we have to get this right. Because if we got a, lo- a bunch of schlubby old people looking confused in their picture, that's not good for anybody. So we really got to crack the code. Well, I will say, I think it's a combination of both. I do think women, for the most part, start to figure some stuff out and go, this is my best angle. This, sure. is, uh, this is the concealer that works the best for me. I can't wear shimmery eyeshadows anymore. Right. Like, they get it. But I also think there's some filters on these. There's been some Photoshop on some of these photos. And I know because I've been in some Instagrams. And so <laughs> I know what is real and what is not real. And then I think the other piece is uh, you can tell that these women have been glammed up because nobody has curly hair. Mm, No one's mm -hmm. allowed legally to have curly hair. And it doesn't matter what the white women or the black women or anybody. No one's allowed to have except Natasha. And it's just because her hair is so short. It was like, but again, Natasha's not long. She going home night one. She was like, I don't even want to be in L.A. How dare you? I, I need more time with Natasha as a pro ageist. Um, I want to. I want to learn. I want to learn from her ways. You want to be educated uh, by her, bit. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in some of the bios, there's a recurring theme. We're not going to go through every single one, so I just want to like hit some high notes. Uh, there's a recurring theme of uh, if they have grandchildren, that they love them. And no doy, guys. We know it's it's interesting when you have grandchildren and you don't love them. So tell me that. Or just shut up because you know we get it. Do you think it's a, an indicator of what I think is very common for boomers is that they actually like their grandchildren, not as much their kids? I feel like that's like uh, humanity. No, like, but I, I don't like think millennial, I don't think you're going to be like that. I don't think you, Knox McCoy, are going to be like, man, Marlo, she pisses me off. Like, you're not going to be like Marlo, the 35-year-old. God, I just hate being around her. But I love that little one. I just don't think you're going to be like that. But boomers... Because they recognize, they're like, oh, maybe I didn't do so great. Oh, maybe we okay. weren't active. Maybe we weren't present. Maybe we didn't go to anything they ever did. Gotcha. Um, and so I think I think that'll be the last generation that we see that quite as much. Okay. Okay. It feels like there's a lot of specificity and like pain in your eyes when you're saying that. Is this coming from a personal place? <laughs> listen, I'll tell like- you, Chuck and Jan are a delight. But listen, <laughs> Chuck, as a reminder, Chuck is the one who started writing me letters when I went to college <laughs> as if he had, did not know me the first 18 years of my life. I just like, dear diary, 
it's uh, day number 48 that mom or dad didn't watch me lightsaber the forest. Maybe tomorrow <laughs> it will happen. That's 100% um, true. There's also, did you notice there's a handful of diving with sharks? Oh, yeah. Hobbies. Is that a thing people do? Diving with sharks? I do think diving with sharks is the safest version of I went to the Caribbean on this Royal Caribbean cruise. Okay. And this was my excursion of choice because yeah. I'm not going to be one of those weirdos with the dolphins sexing me up. So yeah. ergo, I'm going to go dive with dolphins. I mean, dive with sharks. Yeah. Listen, if, as, as a sweetener, um, we do talk about the uh, dolphin story at our live show. So if you're on the fence about Atlanta. That's just a good reason uh, to go. We don't just talk um, about it, do we? We don't just talk about it. We just, we get in the mix. And uh, I, we're not talking about my story where a dolphin pissed on me during a dolphin excursion. That, I, <laughs> you I, think we that was sexual that. also, though? Wasn't that, don't I, you think that was sexual? After listening to both of you, I think everything dolphins do is sexual. Everything that is, they well, do I is sexual. Well, I stand by that. Yes, I do. I just don't think you, you don't do activities with sharks. Like, it's not like, hey, this is your shark Bruce today. We're going to have a great time together. Um, let's just like no eye contact. I just, I feel like sharks and cats, they don't work with you. You you exist around them. You don't do things with them. You know, that just feels like a fake thing a producer said. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I dove with sharks. I do that sometimes. That's my favorite thing to do in the world. Um, I had some predictions and pre superlatives for the season I wanted to go over. Oh, let's uh, if go. That's okay. Yes. I had uh, some over unders really quick. Um, you just tell me, tell me what you think. Okay. Over under on shots of contestants wearing braces. I've got 20 and a half. 20 and a half will be over. Oh, with them wearing braces? Like, oh, I thought you meant teeth. Not teeth braces. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like, uh, I was like, no, uh, they're not going to be any under. Um, yeah. Like there's carpal gonna... tunnel, knee, neck brace, any of the braces. Again, I'm answering this just with Erin have on a brace because she is very much uh-huh. in this golden bachelorette vibe. So, yeah. yes, I, they'll be the over. It's going to be over. Okay. Um, some stray medication prescription bottles. I've got this at nine and a half. Are you taking me over the other? And I think the HIPAA is too strong. I'm going to go under on that. I think they're going to be okay. really, because they know us, they know how Reddit works and that we yeah. would exactly know how many blue pills he took. You know? Okay. You know what? This is interesting. This is the second time you brought this up. I've got, I'm not like a particularly like Gary Jerry fan, but, um, I don't think he needs it. I think I think she God needs that thing up. It. That's adorable. You're nope. good. Everybody needs it. It's I think Big Long Lake. It's not man-made, baby. It's natural. Listen, you know what I'm saying? But natural for how long? Not long enough. I'll tell you that. Like Aaron said, not here for good time or. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's hard, right? Literally, that's so difficult. Literally, for Gary, Jerry, and me, your boy. Uh, not that, like the words. Uh, oh, maybe just wow. cut that. No, nope, uh, don't cut it. Keep it forever. Pictures of grandkids shown oh uh, in the first gosh. episode. Infinity. I've got that. You could say infinity. Okay, I was gonna say nine ninety nine point five. Uh, so you're gonna go over. over. Gonna go I'm gonna over go that. over. Yeah. Pictures of grandkids in a necklace locket, like a Civil War person. Uh, I've got that twelve and a half. Over. Oh. Yep. I, no, no. These women are fashionable. I'm going to go under, way under. Here's why you're wrong. That's a sneaky cool way to show your clavage. Be like, look at this picture of my stupid grandkid you don't oh, care about. And then- <laughs> you're looking at the boobies. You're not looking at my grandkid. Smart. And these are veterans. These are savvy veterans we're talking about here. Uh, hip injuries. Uh, I've got one and a half. Just like one, just like cracked hip. Oh, Boom. over. Yeah. If you're diving with sharks, you, you've, you've knocked yep. something out of pocket yeah for yep, sure yep uh pickle i feel like there's gonna be a pickleball tournament competition i don't think we're gonna oh. get a lot of physical challenges but we have to have a pickleball tournament i think there's going to be some kind of like identify this millennial or gen Zer, you know kind of trivia oh. game we're gonna have all these past bachelor and bachelorette 
Con- yeah. Like we're going to have all these people show up and yeah. we're going to have to put up with them and then explain like, what does it mean when I say that she's chuggy? What does it mean? And everybody has I love to it. guess. Um, I think we're going to, I think some of these women, they're going to reveal their secret to be that they're a GGM. They're a great grandma, not just a grandma. They're a great grandma. <gasps> It's going to be spicy. It's going to be spicy. It's going to be spicy. And I do think that you kind of alluded to it. I think the Hurt Locker portion of these dates is going to get wild because before it's like, you know, I have been in counseling for when I found out I had ADHD or I was really, uh, I had some PTSD after Cedric Diggory died. And like, that's the extent of it. This (laughs) is going to be like, I turned 50 on 9-11 I lived through all the Martin Luther King Jr., Bobby Kennedy, JFK. I remember these things. Like, there's going to be some real dog trauma here. Oh, yeah. Down, okay? Listen, Ch- do you know how many times Chuck on his birthday goes, today's the day that JFK was assassinated on my birthday. <laughs> so it's every year, by the way. It's every year. So Yeah. Yeah. Your dad pays attention to that, but he didn't pay attention <laughs> to you growing up. That's okay, That's Chuck. Exactly right. That's okay. I'm just, I'm really excited. I feel like this is going to be great. I'm really excited because this is the last time I have to think about it when we do this episode. True. Because um, so we are not recapping it. We are not recapping it. But it is only eight episodes. And interestingly enough, uh, the Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise air the same night every week. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps at my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious, bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, R has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting rframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am 
super pumped to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable. And I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. Um, okay, we have laid the groundwork, uh, the baseline for some of these contestants in the season. Jamie, do you want to talk to me about any weirdos you saw in the casting? Oh, right out of the gate. My favorite weirdo of all is Christina. She is 73. She's a retired purchasing manager from Sierra Madre, California. And here's the thing. Her bio is fine. She was like, her first concert was the Beatles. That's a pretty good flex, by the way. My first concert was uh, Paula Abdul which is different. Um, okay. She loves a good dude ranch. That feels like a sex term that I don't understand. And she prefers to drive a stick shift. Also a That's sex term. That's definitely a sex term. Yeah. That's right. But let me tell you what I found out when I went into that Instagram. Christina Kempton, her last post was just ceramic dillydos on her grid next to Jesus on the cross, which was her second last photo. Okay. 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 Um, and then she she did my favorite thing that old people do on the internet, which is they when they're telling you they're going on a trip, instead of posting like a flat lay of their passport or rather than show the window out of the plane, they just take a picture of that boarding screen inside that airport at the gate that says five minutes till boarding. I she love posted it. it twice in a row, had comments from different friends on both posts, did not care, left them both up. And then finally, my favorite thing that lets me know she's a weirdo is that she's got stand your ground vibes because she has a lot of photos with guns. A lot. And not like long time ago, recently. Don't love it. Here's the thing. I, I don't get into their Instagram because I just want to go. I, I'm, I, I want to stay pure to like what the show gives me, you know, right. the gospel of the biography. Because that's where I want to draw my conclusions. I know, but you're missing all the goodness. I know, but now I have to know that about this Christina who looks like <laughs> like the the eighth Charlie's Angel who oh gets gosh, called like stunning. only when stuff went down. Like like during the Thanos snap, she got called up. 
only because the other well, one Well, she got, had like, a 38 millimeter she could bring with her. I know that. And a, f- and it's a more than Hawkeye had, you know. And so a full, it been and a full acrylic press, uh, like a full acrylic set. She looked great in that picture. I'm going to go. One of the weirdos I noticed was uh, Marina. Um, she's yes. 60. She's an educator from LA. She also kind of has like storm hair from uh, X-Men, you know, like a little gray, like swoosh, uh, yeah, in, a, in a pretty cool way. Um, and she does it. It's like an, immediately she doesn't present as a weirdo. Um, but I liked that uh, she starts off and she's like, she's a mom to two impressive kids and two adorable fur babies. Obviously fur babies is a vibe. I would have liked it better if she'd said two adorable kids and two impressive fur babies. Cause I feel like that's kind of how she actually feels that um, is about this situation. How she feels. Yeah. This it got interesting when she said that um, she would love to make casseroles for Gary Jerry on their date nights, which I feel like is a lot of chaos. Because to me, if you're on a date night, you're just if there's a separation of church and state. Casseroles don't exist on date nights, and, and date nights no, don't, you don't exist on eat on date nights. nights. You don't eat. No. Plus, who is their go-to? Like, you know what? I am trying to lure me a man, and you know what men love casseroles now men I do love casseroles but not on a date i don't night. think did you I don't, wait did you say you don't eat on a date night is that is that policy no, they don't eat on a date night oh. they don't eat on date night they I, no I, I, to me casserole is not a go-to like coco Vaughn, we're gonna make a beautiful uh bolognese you're not gonna do like i'm gonna make a chicken casserole with celery nobody i'm gonna make like, a chicken pot like, pot double the crusty and like, I, like that's a, that's a, that's something, but I just, I feel like that's either a lie or that's just pure anarchy. I, like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Um, she also said she doesn't have one, she doesn't have two, but she has three master's degrees and you don't get three master's degrees and go on reality TV. If you're not going to use those freaking master's degrees, I don't care what they're in, but she's no, going to talk about they them. Are. And, and I find that people have three master's degrees, don't have jobs. I've never had a job, just stayed in school forever. It's a lot of school. It's just a lot of school. Uh, she mentioned in her bio, she doesn't stand in lines, which is going to be fascinating because the show, f- they, they almost built the entire show out of standing in lines. It's a line. So I, I don't know mean. how she's going to do with this. And it's who doesn't tricky. stand in line? No, the thing is, I don't like to stand in lines. A pet yeah. peeve is standing in line. You don't just say, I don't stand in lines. It's not my thing. Not you think you're better it. than us that have to stand in lines? You're not better. Nobody than wants us. to stand in lines. That's kind of crazy. Like to even like presume that that's a, that's the thing. Uh, and then lastly, she said she enjoys reading biographies and medical nonfiction. That that last one snuck up on me because I was like, oh yeah, that's a what? Wait, what? Medical nonfiction? Um, I looked up. This is a genre uh, in Amazon, and um, let's just say the top four. It's a, it's a lot of kooky, a lot of kooky fiction. But I just think this is it. This is someone who is going to really be the straw that stirs the drink in a lot of ways. Listen, I wonder if it's like uh, medical nonfiction is like uh, Caitlin Doty. Caitlin Doty, who writes all like, uh, she's, her YouTube channel is Ask a Mortician. Okay. That I'm interested in. You know, I love a good death. like. No, this is like um, the organon of the medical art, medical apartheid, uh, solving baffling medical mysteries and playing doctor part one, stumbling through with amnesia. Amnesia's lowercase, and that sounded like it was sexy at the beginning. It's not sexy. I can't what confirm. If, but what if Marina's like, I like to read about how apricot seeds become cyanide in your body, and then I can live on your big long lake house by myself. I don't like the way you said big long lake house, but to go back to playing doctor, 
it's it's a it's a story about amnesia and on the cover it's a doctor just scratching his head and i like that i think that's good i like that the book cover listen the publishing industry is always winning and i love yeah. how they're like how can we represent this uh visually of amnesia yeah. and it has as a be- reminder in my publishing experience my publisher wanted to put a dinosaur on the cover of my second book wherein there is no dinosaur ta- conversation or topicalities uh so i just think it's fun it's just fun you it's know? just fun it's just fun jamie did you see any other weirdos I did. Okay. So my next weirdo is uh, Kathy. Kathy is 70. She's a retired educational consultant from Austin, Texas. First of all, she walks five miles a day. That's so many miles. I mean, that's, great. that's Good for a her. lot. Good for her. I'm sure that's why she's healthy. The fun facts are that she has been to three continents and hopes to go to all seven. Well, Kathy, I would get on it because the average woman lives to 78. So you don't have a lot okay. of time left. Wow. And then, some, Hey, you know what? Hey, Kathy, that's some tough love from Jamie. Okay. That's right. But it's real. Okay. And then... She gave us our fun fact that she's obsessed with Christmas. Let me tell you, every weird on the planet is obsessed with Christmas. Listen, and her Instagram feed, she basically goes, she hibernates until October. And then she brings out the Christmas decorations. Also, she's a Texan who loves soccer more than football. That feels weird. That's weird, right? She also posts a lot of pics of her feet for free. That doesn't seem like a good business, a business approach. And fun fact, she has curly hair. She does not ever straighten her hair. She has curly hair almost the entire time, but they straightened it because of racism. So I don't like this. I don't like it. If you have curly hair, just have curly hair. Don't let them straighten your hair if you don't want your hair straightened. I'll say some of these women, I'm like, oh, wow, okay. And then some of these women, I'm like, that sounds about right. And I would just say, if if you'd ask me, do I think she looks 70? I would probably answer in the affirmative on Kathy. Yeah, they her kids, her grandkids call her Kiki, which does fit with Kathy. You know, yeah. at least it makes sense, you know? It's a great grandma name. Like Aaron's mom is called, her mom's name is Gwen, and her grandkids call her Gwandy, and that's adorable. That's not what they call them. What do they call them? They call her Yaya. Jamie, you were not even in this, the right universe. <laughs> Yaya. We call, is she Greek? No. We, no. See, this is ridiculous. Gwen, are you listening? <laughs> Gwandy was right there. No, my parents' couple's name is Gwandy. Oh, no. I don't like that either. That makes a lot of sense. The poor Vanto, na- Gwen no. and Andy. Gwen and Andy have a couple name? Yeah. It's I, here's here's my favorite part. Don't act like that's uh, a matter of fact. Like, everybody has a couple names. I, see, here's the thing. I like that, Jamie, you were trying to uh, grandparent dox Gwen. And then you got the wrong name, and then you immediately went on the attack. I you know, yeah. <laughs> well, I did because then she's and trying to, bad, and then she's trying to suggest that every couple has a couple name. I didn't suggest that. You turned that against me I when did. you realized you were wrong. But no, but you said you were like, "That's their couple name." You literally like right. shrugged your shoulders and were like, "That's their couple right. name." And I, that's just what we all call them together yeah. when we're talking about them together. Gwen, I think normals should take you. that from celebs and like. No, you don't get that if you're a celeb. That's for normals only. You know, you got to ask us for permission. They get to have couples names. Yeah, Benefer, yeah. That's ours now. Okay. So you're back. You so know. you're back in on Gwandy. Do you want to apologize to my mom and dad now? No, I think I, feel I think it's a lot of fun. It gives me a fun vibe. We're going out with Gwandy tonight. I know I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> See, you know, you're we're going to eat casseroles to date night. It's going to be great. Bingo. I've got one of my weirdos is Nancy. Uh, she's sixty. Oh, yes. She's retired interior designer. She's from Alexandria, Virginia. Um, there's a lot here. She doesn't look 60 to me, you know, um, she looks pretty youthful. She's one of those. I could, I feel like I'd have to birth certificate her, you know, she's like a flame throwing, like 13 oh, yeah. year old trying to hide as a 12 year old where I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Cause you're kind of too attractive to be 60. She's very attractive. 
but in her bio, um, there are some big red flags. Okay. Oh, Huge okay. red flags for me. Uh, it starts off and it says, Nancy is ready to receive the love she gives to so many others. This is bad. This is giving me Jamie Lee Curtis from the bear vibes because she spent 60 years giving love to people. And finally, she just wants a little love back. Okay. I don't like the value proposition she's setting up. Right no, now. that sounds very sad. Also, she has, my favorite thing is in her Instagram bio, she has a, her name and then just added the letters PR. Yeah. That's who, yeah. so it's Nancy's PR at gmail.com. Love it. I trust her immediately. I trust her immediately <laughs> right now to handle my PR. Uh, she says, uh, uh, the retired interior designer loves playing golf, walking her golden doodle max and watching college basketball. Um, a retired interior designer, she's got opinions, retired golfer. No one is more hateful than a retired old person who plays golf. That's just a fact. Really? They have very particular ideas on how fast you should play, um, what you should wear while you play, and watches college basketball. We're at the nadir of the sport right now, uh, and she's still watching college basketball. That's skeptical. I'm just very skeptical about that right now. Well, and also I like that she's just like mother of three. She's loyal and faithful and funny. Did she write that about herself? I'm Can we, okay. I'm, I'm glad you brought this I'm up. Funny. Can we play? Uh, let's play uh, find the emotional motif. Okay? okay. I'm gonna read this statement. Tell me if you can identify the emotional uh, maelstrom she's dealing with. The mother of three is loyal, faithful, and funny, and is looking for a self-assured, trustworthy man with whom to share her life. What do we think she's dealing with right now? Um, she's dealing with self-esteem that she doesn't look as good in those golf, uh, golf shorts anymore. She got cheated on because loyal, faithful, trustworthy. She's basically saying, don't sleep with my sister. That's what I'm looking for in a man. Is (laughs) Gary, Jerry, will you not sleep with my sister? I will love you if you don't. Okay. Any other weirdos you want to talk about? I do have one more. And this is only now on paper in the in the bio that you're pure, that you're committed to, it's normal. And it is Maria, 60 health and wellness director from Teaneck, New Jersey. And here was the first clue that I knew something was up because, you know, her bio, she has a beautiful personality. She's a firecracker. So I was like, okay, she's, you know, she's like got an opinion. That's what that normally means. That's code. Uh, She has three children in their 20s, loves them more than anything. She has a career in health and wellness. It's important to her. She's never gone paintballing, but wants to try. No one's doing that anymore. That was the 90s. Um, She loves a 100-year-old Grand Marnier. And that was it. I went, who can afford a 100-year-old Grand Marnier? So I was wondering, I was like, oh, I wonder if this is our money player. And oh. so then I went to her Instagram bio and it has the word philanthropist oh. in her bio. And that's okay. when I knew we were dealing with money. And let me tell you what I found out just through a fun little deep dive. That, and I thought it was interesting that it's not in her bio. So she was with her partner for many years. And then they planned to get married in March of 2020. Finally, he was like, you know what? Let's get married. Let's finally, we've been together for decades. Let's get married. So they decide to get married and then the pandemic hits. So they decide to tie the knot at a justice of the peace on Monday, March 23rd. On Monday, on Tuesday, March 24th, he starts to feel ill. And then on March 29th, he's dead. Dead. What? Okay, you've laid out two spousal uh, life interruptions I know. that are weirdly, weirdly close in time of like tying the knot or whatever or moving. I know. And it makes me feel like there's a suspicion to be had. And he died of COVID. So he died of COVID. And the reason I know that is because do you know who she was with for all these years? Now I didn't know who this was, but then when I read his bio, he graduated from Princeton, then went to Columbia law. 
Uh, he was general manager of MCA Records. His clients were Mary J. Blige, Notorious B.I.G., Heavy D., Jodeci. And then he ended up being uh, served as general counselor for Wu-Tang Clan, Dougie Fresh, Russell Simmons, probably not feeling good about that anymore, and uh, DMX. And then he died. He died of COVID. That's, that's crazy. I was, while you were doing all that, I was trying to figure out how much money you have to give away to become a philanthropist. Because I feel like that is a secret, like, cool way to make it look like you got a lot of money. Listen, I'm a philanthropist at Publix when they're like, you want to get $5? I'll be like, yep, I'll get $5. See, that's the that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because uh, there is a Google, uh, people also ask on Google, can you be a broke philanthropist? Um, and Google is basically like, <laughs> no, you can't, dummy. I think you have to give away, I would think to be a real philanthropist, it's like six figures. You got to give away six figures. That Like like in a year or like over over your life? No, in a year. Because I've given six figures to Chick-fil-A and Roblox, so I could be considered No, a you got to give it to a good cause, not Roblox. Wow. I mean, you don't even, you just start calling them their I right still name. Don't under, you thought they well, were Roblox. I still, for, even when I said it, I was like, that good. cannot be right. <laughs> Roblox. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dust to you in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Uh, I had one more weirdo. Uh, I wanted, this is like one who I feel like she's either going to, I don't know how she's going to factor in. She's either going to be the villain, she's going to be a weirdo, 
or she's going to be awesome and like go to the final. But Faith, uh, she's 60. She's a high school teacher uh, from Benton City, Washington. Um, and she looks like Katie uh, Seagal from Sons 100%. of the Anarchy. Yeah. Like, it's I have her in stunning. my winner. I have her in my winners for sure. Okay. You know what? Let's save her then. We'll save her uh, for winner. Um, and we'll go ahead and uh, transition to winners. Do you want to you talk about her and your winners? Yeah. Let's talk about Faith. So like you said, Faith is more than meets the eye. Okay. She's beautiful. She's charismatic. She loves riding her horse named Liberty. Mm-hmm. The so ho- horse girl, ma'am, horse woman, horse grandma, uh, like a horse girl that became a horse woman. Now she says she would love to be in a band. Well, I find that uh, suspicious because girl got a Spotify full of being in a band. What? Yeah. Like, is it 100%. solo or is she looking for bandmates? She is with, she has a partner that they and are in a band together. Now they just, she goes by faith. Like her website is faith. Uh, smartin.com and she has four singles on Spotify and she's actually a pretty decent singer like she's pretty decent and she's been a singer she's playing at the Chicken Shack later this month in uh, Utah because Katie Seagal also is a singer like she's she's very That's musical right. Have we That's ever right. seen these two people at the same place at the same time? I don't Listen, know if we have. This might be the second doppelganger we have in this group. Faith, here's the other thing about Faith. Faith uh, has a podcast called The Dating Chronicles of mm. a 50-something female, which is awesome because she's not 50-something anymore. Sure. Um, which is tough when you name anything after your age, guys. You can't do it. It is. It's only um, 10 years. But here's why I think I think she's a winner. She is a combination that I think is important. Which is she's one she's pretty so that's the first obviously and most of these women are very very pretty but she is like super pretty I think and got a hot bod hot bod if you look at her Instagram she got a hot body and she's charismatic and confident you cannot be a singer that plays at the Chicken Shack every third Thursday and not be confident. And yeah. I think that that is going to be something that Jagari really is attracted to. I just, the only problem I had with the bio was how did we not get a, um, she has high hopes about Gary living in faith. You know, we didn't get one of those. Oh, Thinking a line like you. that. There's I a lot because, to be desired with some of these bios, to be honest with you. The writing did is you, not Did you pick here. Teresa for anything? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Listen, because she has the best line in any bio, which is Teresa loves 70s rock, both soft and hard. That's listen. The, the the fun facts are so unintentionally horny. I don't they're know so if it's horny. I think they're intentionally horny. Yeah, I think it's on purpose. One of my winners, actually the winner. Oh, uh, I'm just gonna. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I I didn't read spoilers. Oh, okay. I never do. But I just know in my heart that April uh, April wins the season because really? April is 65. She's a therapist. She's from Port St. Lucie. <laughs> Um, she looks like if Mona and Angela from Who's the Boss got combined into one inappropriately attractive older lady. She is stunning. She's stunning. I put her as my most likely to be a villain. Now, here's why. I can also okay? see Okay, because she is gorgeous. Why do you think it is? What do you think is the what do you think is the key that I think makes her a villain in her fun facts? Um, in her fun facts, she has a discreetly hidden tattoo of her nickname, Presh. Nothing wrong with that. That's a very normal thing that people have. Uh, she wants to write a best-selling book. And she likes finding pennies uh, and it brings her joy. That honestly, that feels like psychopath behavior. It actually does. Who needs a penny? Pennies are useless. Why do we even still make pennies? But I like that she described it as discreetly hidden tattoo of Uh Presh because Jamie has seen it. Shema Halsina on her Instagram. Is this, are we talking, are we talking titty tat uh, situation? No, second best. Jason, don't make that face. Don't make that. Like, that's fine. That's a fine Second best to titty tat. Second best. 
Oh, I don't know what second best is. Lower back. Lower back. No. Yes. Press on that lower back. I, you know, there's, um, uh, I, I do, there, there's very topical references. She likes dancing to Taylor Swift and watching Bridgerton. That's things young people do. So we know she's a young person. She likes playing with her two dogs. She doesn't name the dogs. I get really upset when people mention the two dogs, but they don't name the two dogs. I feel like you should be proud of your dogs because your dogs are proud of you. What would you find? Would there be anything that you would learn if you knew the names of the dogs that would make you upset? Yeah, I mean, like, if you named them, like, Adolf and, like, Goebbels or something, like, I would be like, oof, that's tough. But, like, uh, just it, just a basic name. I would be like, okay, fine, that's great. But just, like, don't say you have dogs and, like, not name the dogs, you know? You got any other winners you want to talk about? My last winner, I think, in, in the way that you feel about April, I feel about Leslie. Leslie, who's 64, fitness instructor from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Because I had to really think, who in this group would be willing to live on Big Long Lake in Indiana? And I think it's a person mm. who lives in Minnesota. Because I think they're like, ooh, we'll go somewhere warm. Indiana. You know what I mean? And both Indiana and Minnesota to each other are very exotic. You know, the other's like, ooh, ooh. And listen, she is fascinating. She was a professional figure skater. I wanted to learn more about that because it makes me think like she was like competitive, but then did like Disney on ice and was maybe like, like even maybe still. I mean, because she could, she could pass as, you know, Maleficent, like 100%. And uh, she has run 10 marathons. So that is a ball. And look, that is, this is the hottest body there is in this cast. In terms of their Instagram, she is not afraid. But the thing that's interesting to me about her in her fun facts is that her best, con- so Erin, this Leslie, 64, okay. from Minnesota, okay. she, has, she lists two musicians as her favorite concerts of all time. Okay. Could you guess one of them? Uh, you can ask a couple of questions to okay. narrow down. Male or female? Uh, there's one of each. Okay. Are they currently living? Yes. They're so current that it does feel like she asked ChatGPT to like, right. what concerts do youth people go to? And this is what my nieces love this guy, like love him. And I think, why? I always think, why do they love him? But they love yeah. him. Because he's not the most too? Malone He's not Listen. the most Malone. He's a different kind of Malone. Do you know what okay, I mean? Okay, post Malone. Post Malone. There you go. Let's not let's not let's not ski past that she suggested <laughs> Pitbull was who my nieces love the most. Well, I didn't know if it was one word or two words. <laughs> I just I need to understand. Are we disrespecting Mr. Worldwide? Or are we not disrespecting Mr. Worldwide? <laughs> That's right. So I just post need to know Malone what we're doing. And Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. And Lady Gaga does put on a good show. She has a photo in her feed with uh, Jane Fonda, like back in the day, and. You know what's also in her Instagram feed? A pic with Young Gravy. Mm. Exactly. From like a month ago. She went to Lollapalooza. Yeah, this feels, to me, I've, I've got her as a villain because this feels like someone who is very cool with like getting older. It feels like she's not trying to recreate her youth. I want to know, Leslie is the only one in the promo. This is why I picked her. Leslie is the only one with a red rose in the promo. All the other women are holding golden roses. Oh, what does that mean? I think that's an Easter egg. Exactly. I don't know, but I think it's an Easter egg and I like it. I like it because it's only eight episodes. So why not give us like, why not give us a little tease? I like it. So the reason I I would like to call her as most likely to be a villain is because just on vibes, her picture looks like she did just call a nun the C word in front of a bunch of kids, you know? Oh yeah. Um, Those earrings, that earring is dope. Even like her hair. It looks like she just did a real Housewives villain twirl. I do, for I do have an issue. Like when people count how many marathons they run and talk about it, I just like it's the same thing about talking about how many books you read this year. Like who is it for? Who is this really for? Why are you counting this and talking? Oh, about Oh, people it? love to tell you how many books. They, I mean, it's like I know, their but like, favorite why? thing. Hide that in your heart. 
tell yourself that. No, you know, why would you? Why, they're not even reading to read. They're reading to tell you how many. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, <laughs> and Jason's here, and he's like, I don't read, so I don't feel the pressure to hit a number for you, okay? And he looks free as a bird. He's giving out coffee. He's drinking something called Celsius that. We don't even know if it's on market. He, God, maybe he got children like a South American Celsius. Blend. What is that? Is Celsius like Red Bull? Is that like Red Bull? I think so. Guys, you don't have to count stuff. Count it for yourself. Don't count it for everybody else is what is what I'm saying. But I do like it, it, her line. Uh, it says she also loves spending time with her mini Aussie doodle, Billy. Great name. Uh, <laughs> Leslie is looking for a real man who will enhance her life. And she's ready to put it all on the line to pursue love. That's a very normal way to say that. Uh, when she says she wants a she wants a real man, it reminds me of the Clubber Lang line from Rocky Three. Hey woman, listen here. Since your man ain't got no heart, maybe you'd like to see a real man. I bet you stay up late every night dreaming you had a real man, don't you? I tell you what, bring your pretty little self over to my apartment tonight, and I'll show you a real man. You want you get I had one more winner. Okay. This is Joan, and Joan. Oh, I like Joan. She, Joan looks like the uh, junior league final boss you have to defeat to survive cotillion. <laughs> um, I just, she's very attractive. She's a private school administrator from Rockland, Maryland. I, I think she's going to be a winner because I really think who he ends up with is going to be someone who experienced loss. You know, they're really going to connect and bond over that. And uh, Joan, I think she lost her husband in 32 years to pancreatic cancer. So that's obviously terrible. She goes on to say she's proud of herself for starting a new career in this chapter of life and for how resilient she's been through many unexpected life changes. And I just think she's going to have a whale of a hurt locker sharing time. Oh, she's she going is. to tell us a lot of really bad things. Listen, like I want her to make it to hometowns because let me tell you one, one or two of her sons, no offense to the third son, my bad, Okay, but two of her sons are very hot. Like, okay. Very hot. That um, makes sense. Uh, and I feel bad because I'm saying they're very hot from a picture they took, I think was maybe their last time that we were, that they were with their dad. Wow. Okay. Okay. Were they at least of age? Or are we talking about a bunch of 15-year-olds Oh, here? yeah. Like, one of them has a baby. Some of her fun facts. She loves dancing after a couple glasses of wine. I feel like everybody does, Joan. Like, that's not special. I, I, I would need a fun fact here. A fun fact would be, like, she has to have, with arms wide open, by Creed playing when she's intimate with a man. That's a fun oh, fact. You liking yeah. to dance after wine is not a, a fun fact. Um, but she likes historical museums. So she's obviously open to thinking about Rome, which I think is great and topical. Um, I just, I'm really excited about her. Well, and she's a classic, like she's super cute. She has a cute, like she has a cute dog. She's a classic, like her email address is at prodigy.net. So that does yeah. feel like that dates are right there. It's like my parents having a Juno account, but I, the one thing I will say about Joan is she is the classic, my, I'm an NC10 on the face and yeah. I'm an NW50 on the body. You know what I mean? Like it is the, the, the makeup does not, she's had a lot of work done on the face and then she is tanning in that bed. She is in the bed. I don't know what all those numbers meant, NC and NW. (laughs) Yeah, I I really, I feel confident about Joan. I feel really confident about Joan. Um, Most likely to become the next Bachelorette. Did you have a contender for this? I actually like, you've already mentioned her, but I actually like Marina. Because I know Mm. they're not going to pick 75-year-old anybody. Because they're like, who knows when we'll film and then what could happen and it would be weird. But Marina, 60, hot, has hot kids, like lives in L.A., has an L.A. vibe, again, has all those master's degrees. and what better for a woman who doesn't like to stand in line than to be a star, you know? I, the only pushback, and this is really pushback to the category, is I don't know that they can find 30 unproblematic, uh, like 60 plus men to fulfill out like a like a contestant <sighs> sheet. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because whereas this was 30,000 women applied, that would be 24 men applied and we picked yeah. them all. And all of their social media profiles are them in sunglasses looking down at the camera. And it's just, it's not what you want, probably. Um, I, I really wanted to see N- Natasha. Um, I was really interested in Natasha. We mentioned her at the top. Uh, she's 60. She's a pro-aging coach and midlife speaker. Um, unless she thinks people live to 120. I don't know how that makes sense uh, to be six it. years old. Why are you I, so I just, mean? I'm not being mean. I'm just trying to be realistic here because to, to, to say I'm a pro-aging coach um, and midlife speaker Maybe makes her sound speaking, like speaking to people in their midlife. And that's, that's, that's helpful. It just, it gave me boss baby three antagonist vibes, you know, <laughs> like she's the big villain of boss baby three. Um, uh, after obviously the, the events of boss baby two, there were some unintentionally horny fun facts that I don't think we got to. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. there was Susan loves eating leftovers from the night before Christina yeah, prefers to drive stick shift. You mentioned that one. Sylvia loves any excuse to put on a costume. Sylvia enjoys lifting small weights. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me. And then Teresa loves 70s rock, both soft and hard. You mentioned that one. Those are good. Those Listen, are, those I, are I, we, we'd be remiss if we did not mention Susan. Susan is the, her job is a wedding officiant. And that is literally her job. It's called Nuptials by Knowles. Her ex-husband was a baseball player, Dickie Knowles. And, uh, <laughs> which I just love a person called Dickie Knowles. Yeah. And uh, she looks exactly like Chris Jenner. Exactly like Chris Jenner. And it's isn't that stunning. the person she says she wants to have lunch with? Yes. And I think it's because she's like, we are meant to be, it's almost like single white female. Like that, it gives yeah. that vibes. Like yeah. I will take the place of you and your own family. Yeah. And some of these women, like I, I saw different, cause I always try to get the full body look, not for weird reasons. Just like, I want to, I want to see the whole picture, you know? And uh, some of these women were like, no full body, just close up. And she was one of those. She was like, only close up, only close, close up and lens flare. That's where you're L- getting in my And picture. listen, that lens flare is in front of her face. Like she yeah. was like, do not get closer than that. This is the best work J.J. Abrams has done probably in a long time. Right. So uh, (laughs) I'm glad for him. Good for him. Well, that's our conversation on The Golden Bachelor and the contestants. I'm going to watch it. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. It being an hour, I'm in the mix for an hour now. Anything's on the table. Especially because without commercials, that's a 40, that's 45 minutes. Let's go. That's a breezy 45 minutes. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see how it all plays out. Um, If you thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. NoxJamie.com slash. 522. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, my red light this week is rapid red light. Here we go. First of all, red light to him for rolling his eyes at me. Very frustrating. Snag their cherries. Where? Where many of you lost your virginity. Church. That's oh, what did it. That's what so did much it. I don't like about that statement. <laughs> You know what we don't need? Another 72-year-old dad at a high school graduation. Knox, we don't have time to explain this I to you. Explain and you don't really want to know. Red light to me, because every time a celebrity I love dies, I think of two celebrities I wish had died instead. Red light to the internet for making this viral. We don't have time to explain this I to you. Explain and you don't really want to know. First up, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, they've just announced that they're doing a 10-year vow renewal. So it was good while it lasted. I know it's hard to believe that meeting on a music video shoot wouldn't lead to forever, but you just had to have a second wedding, didn't you? T's and P's to you. Second, Rapid Red Light, people on social media who keep telling me as part of my fall journey, which A, I don't have a fall journey, and B, Mm -hmm. stop telling me to make my bed. 
You're controlling and my therapist would call you a tyrant of my life and I am tyrant free in 23. Third, you should make your bed can, though. It, it helps. Absolutely it helps. not. Aaron, just you make, make your, your bed. bed? Yes, I totally make my bed. Oh, don't act like you're better than me. How dare you? You Baron, can't spin on yourself and then you got dunked on by yourself and then get mad at me for dunking on yourself. That's not Every how time. that works. Every no, time. I don't like it. Number three, Rapid Red Light, is comedian Russell Brand. Uh, comedian no more. Bye-bye. You Yikes. go to jail. You go to jail. Don't rape 16-year-olds. Okay, number four, people I love who keep disappointing me. Rapid Red Light to Drew Barrymore. Now, she barely turned it around at the last minute by pausing production on her show, which, by the way, was the right decision because it ended up leading to other daytime talk shows pressing pause on the production of their shows. But remember, Kelly Clarkson never came back. And that's why she's our favorite. Second, Hassan Minhaj. Gosh, did not know that I was going to have to like turn. Listen, d- my dude, you cannot tell a story about a girl you asked to prom who was a B word, then doxer on a Netflix special. And then six years later, tell us, oh my God, that wasn't even how it happened. Like it wasn't true at all. You can't oh. do that. That's nuts. And then finally, people I love who keep disappointing me. Chuck, 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 Chuck. My dad, who I asked, how often does he think about the Roman Empire? Mm-hmm. And he said, he turned to me and said, quote, I've got better things to do, and I'm not going to think about those punks who killed Jesus. Whoa. Ruined it. <laughs> okay. Ruined it. Does Chuck always tune out of like the Jesus story uh, right before Pilate shows up? And he's like, "Y'all, this is not me. This is y'all." Listen, like, it's my just like, dad I'm is my dad's not interested in Christmas, just like me. He's only yeah. interested in the resurrection. Like, that's <laughs> or is he like, "I'm not a in. downward delegator." Okay, the buck stops with you. So, pilot, you washing your hands? That's still you making the choice, my dude. Well, I'll be honest with you. When I asked him, he said, "This is a trick." That's what he first said. He was like, "This is a trick. Why would you ask me that?" You're in. And he was correct. right a little bit. He was right. Yeah. He was right. So that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, Hassan Minhaj, that was, that's brutal. It was a bummer. Like a genuine, <laughs> cause I do expect comedians to embellish, but that wasn't an embellishment. That was, yeah. I doxed her. I showed you her literal Facebook profile. And yeah. then I told you she was a B word. And then I, I told you later that I lied about that. Yeah. And, and just, uh, that's a bummer. That's not me saying the Russell Brand stuff isn't a bummer. That's also a bummer. That's a super bummer, actually. More of a <laughs> bummer. It's not a compare and contrast. It's not apples and oranges. It's not yeah. apple and rape. It's apple and rape. They're different. Let the record show that yeah, we yeah, think yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. worse bummer. Allegedly, I mean, he'll be convicted. So th- we're saying allegedly he raped people. He I said in a YouTube confident. video an hour before the news footage started, he was like, this is propaganda from the UK government. <laughs> It's like, oh, we read your bookie wookie. We know you're gross. We know you're you know, gross. I, I think I would talk my, my, my red light is um, it's when stuff comes out and everyone's like, oh, yeah, we all knew. We all talked about this or we remember this thing on this show when this happened. Well, I didn't. I didn't know. And I would have liked to know stuff like that. I just if people are obviously creepers um, and everyone knows it. Why don't you go ahead and share this? I'm seeing a lot of stuff like uh, Katy Perry's finally going to expose the real stuff on Russell Brand. And I'm like, why didn't you do this earlier? Why didn't you talk well, about this earlier? Well, you know, it is funny because, you know, I feel like Americans, particularly if you liked, if you watched the Katy Perry uh, concert documentary, you always hated Russell Brand because sure. of him breaking up with her via text and then her crying yeah. and then her having to go on stage and still perform. Like you feel bad for her. But then Katy's gotten weird over the years. Like she's gotten kind of like chirpy and mean. As she's gotten older, like to other artists and to other She had a weird thing on American Idol where she... Yeah. It was like, like a weird exchange with a contestant that... That's right. I don't know. It was just weird yeah. and awkward. So, so I, I don't understand I, what's going on. 
so, but I did, I will say kudos to the few comedians that did appear on that news program about Russell Brand, because I know that that's a big deal, because he is, a, he has always been a power player, and and I get that you're nervous about risking your own career, because you're like, I'll never work again, I'll never work again if mm-hmm. this doesn't get anywhere, he'll just yeah. turn all, he has all the power. It's funny to think about Russell Brand being a power player, because he's not one here, but in yeah. the UK, my understanding is he's he is very much loud and in charge, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. And I, di- I didn't realize that. I also, I want to red light. Um, uh, so th- there's a story that Drake used a picture of Halle Berry getting slimed for <sighs> a cover of a single. Yes. Um, and I just want to red light uh, people getting slimed. Cause I missed that. I want, I want, I know that could still happen and kind of on the side, um, but I just want oh, people you to get want it. More. You want it to come back. I like, I like when celebrities get slimed, you know, like as long as they're in on the game, I don't want like, you know, I don't want to be like uh, paparazzi slamming people. That's not cool. But like, I want them to consent to being slimed and then being slimed surprised. I think that was funny and I enjoyed that. No, that is funny. And she did consent to being slimed. She did not consent to be u- for it to be used as a euphemism for whatever. Oh, is that what that metaphor. is? That what the cover is about? That's why she's mad about it. That's why she's mad about it. Well, I just don't think you should use pictures of anybody without their consent. Like, that's not cool, Drake. Don't do that. Um, but also, um, I, there was a moment in time where like Nickelodeon. They didn't like calibrate the Sliman mechanism right. And it was coming at you like 150 miles an hour. And that was kind of a yeah. fun era as long as nobody got hurt. If they did, I disavowed this. Um, but I just I just want to bring back like fun Sliman people as long as they consent to it again. You know, let's do that. Should we do let's that on the live on show? I don't want to do that at the live show because I don't consent to that. But if an audience member, <laughs> if an audience member wants to come on stage and try to fight us, you know, like it's been happening Wait, before. why did it go from sliming to we're now going to fist fight? Weapons I just, of fist. There's been somebody out there who's like, I could fight them. And if you're thinking about it. I, I don't want to fight anybody. I've never even suggested that I could fight Atlanta, anybody. Atlanta. What's the name of the venue? Symphony Hall. The Atlanta Symphony Hall. <laughs> the what's the date? Symphony Hall. The Symphony Hall. The Sep- September 20th. September 30th. Are you going to be 30th. there? Like- I hope so. <laughs> Atlanta, the Symphony Hall, the 29th or 30th. Just check the website. <laughs> if you want to fight us. We're going to slam your not face. Not us. No, <laughs> not us. Knox is the fighter. I'm the lover. Come on. Jamie's closer on the side entrance. So if you're going to fight someone, she probably makes the most sense. I'm going to drop to the ground sense. and start kicking. That's all I know. You better be ready. You better Just be let ready. us know. September 29th or 30th, uh, I, I believe, is this. <laughs> <laughs> After the Austin one, I don't know the dates anymore. What is your green light this week, Jamie? Okay, I have two green lights. So the first one, and I'm just putting it on the record. You know how sometimes you're like, everybody loved this thing, and I don't always love to do a green light on that. But then I'm like, God, I freaking love it. And that is Olivia Rodrigo's album, Guts. Holy moly, that album, it released right after the live show that was in Austin. And so I didn't have time to process it. But gosh, it is not only as good as Sour, which was her debut album that won tons of Grammys and was a huge critical and commercial success, but I think this one's actually smarter and funnier and maybe a smidge less angsty, but in a good way. The, get him back. Ah, uh, I just listen to that every day, getting up and be like, I'm going to kiss him with an uppercut. I just love it. And All American B Word, I love that song. Making the Bed, what a like beautiful moment of like figuring out what you you wanted to be famous, but now you're having to deal with all the consequences of it. I love that album. So good. So, so, so good. I There's a so song much. called Making the Bed, but you don't want to make your bed? bed? Well, about how loud, now you have to, you made your bed, now you have to sleep in it. That's what she's yeah. alluding to. And it's also helpful for the mindset and just the overall total vibe of the day. Probably is the <laughs> lyric of that song, I'm guessing. No, like who has what you're just gonna get back in it. Do you wash the how do you wash your sheets? That's the thing. If people were honest, all the people who are making their bed every day, they wash their sheets once every seven months. 
Oh, that's they're not, not being honest about that. They're not, not being honest. I'm not about trying to that. allergy flex on you, but when you got allergies, you can't do that. You can't afford that's to true. wash that's it that. That's fair. Aaron, how often do you wash your sheets? Every Probably. two weeks. I change my sheets every two weeks. Oh, okay. I'm going to be honest no. with you. There's no world, even if I didn't, I wasn't going to be like, it's once every two years. I was going to lie to you and be like, once yeah, every 30 seconds. I know. That's why I assume you're both yeah. lying to me now. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> no, the real question is, how often do you wash plan- your sheets? Oh, I wash my sheets every week. No, every week. I change them. I don't wash them. I change yeah. them. Yeah. Now, uh, I have two I'm not, sets of Brooklyn and use my code, Jamie B. Golden. I don't have a code. The two sets is key. The two sets is key. <laughs> the two sets is key for sure. Listen, I change my pillowcase every two days. I'm not mm. sleeping on a dirty pillowcase. I got a face to protect. I'm trying to look as good as these Golden Bachelorette con- contestants. Sure. I'm trying to look good. Yeah. Okay. My other green light is this all, this all came from a tweet that my friend AG sent to me because he was like, this makes me think that you would really like whatever this tweet means. And it was from uh, the Noah's letter, Noah's struggle tweet, tweets, parentheses, Taylor's version, <laughs> who said, my mom just said her Roman empire is how the pioneer woman's family owns all the land that Killers of the Flower Moon is about. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. What? And so I ended up going, because I was like, how did I miss that? I love the book, Killers of the Flower Moon. Sure. Knox and I both love David Grand, the writer, in preparation for the Scorsese DiCaprio film that's coming out a month from today. Um, I decided I was like, oh, I'm going to go on a deep dive. And I guess what it led me to? A podcast series from Bloomberg called In Trust, which is 10 episodes about how the Drummond family got all that land, 433,000 acres in Oklahoma and what it has to do with Robert De Niro's character in Flowers of the Killer Moon. William oh, Holt. Oh, wow. Listen, it was fascinating. Now, here's my tip. So it, what it does, it, uh, the Osage Nation, they uh, bought with money. This wasn't yeah. just land they lived on. They bought a stretch of prairie the size of Delaware in what is now Oklahoma. They owned the land and everything beneath it. Today, most of Osage County, Oklahoma, is now not owned by uh, members of the Osa tribe. And of course, the mineral rights of this land is huge because it's very oil rich land. Um, and we know and for people listening, she's saying oil. That's the word she's saying right uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oil. Just trying to, just oil. trying to translate for the oil, flyover Karens. Oil. Yeah. Oil. Right. Okay. And then, uh, and so then we know about the, the period of time called the reign of terror, or if you don't know, listen, Oklahoma, I don't know why Oklahoma acts like it ain't got some drama in its history. I mean, talk about like it went after two major culture. I mean, the Tulsa massacre and the reign of terror anyway. So uh, this, this podcast series is a story of that system of how this wealth moved from native hands to white hands and Reed Drummond is uh, talked about in this podcast and her whole family and many of the Drummond family members are interviewed. Like they consented because now the oldest of that generation, Gettner uh, Drummond, he is the attorney general of Oklahoma. And so he is interviewed many times throughout the podcast. It's excellent. You will need to listen to it at 1.5 speed because that journalist talks very slowly. Too slow. Too slow, but it was so freaking good it was so, so just to, good. just to clarify green light the podcast not green light taking native american land from them and then keeping it no, that's what red light like red bear red light that red light yeah. that disavow yep. disavow disavow that. disavow okay. okay um that's good i have uh two green lights the first one i mentioned last week but i was going to uh, space it out a little bit uh it's tyler Childers' newest album rustin in the rain Yay. Um, I love it. It's great. Uh, it is, um, in your love is, uh, still the best song off that album. Um, I'm also partial to space and time. 
and Help Me Make It Through the Night. It's more of a uh, classically country album. So I think a lot of this stuff maybe appeals to people who aren't as um, country uh, enthusiastic, but this is more of a uh, down the middle kind of classic country album. So I think it's, it departs from like the Zach Bryan recommendation from last week in that way a little bit, but it's still Tyler Childers and it's still uh, really, really, really good. Uh, and then the other green light that, uh, that I want to recommend this week is a book. And I originally came across this because I was reading a piece on the uh, rise of, uh, it's like short fiction novellas of how like oh. our attention spans are getting smaller and uh, publishers are seeing a lot of submissions that are like 120 pages instead of 330 or 890 um, oh, wow. uh, uh, stories. And this is a classic case that's cited in it. It's called Open Throat and it's by Henry Hoke. Uh, and it's one of those books that you got to get recommended because when you read the summary, you're like, I don't know about that. And it's because the uh, point of view, uh, it's from the perspective of a hungry mountain lion. Uh, kind of close to LA. So you're seeing the world through his Ooh. lens and his prism. Uh, but it's like cool and entertaining. It's not like the sound of the fury. Um, it is actually like entertaining and good and it's short and it's really concise. Uh, so uh, Henry Hoke, he plays with the device of like, what can he understand and intuit versus what can he not? Um, and how does that uh, help the story move along? But I finished it in an afternoon. It's so creative and thoughtful and well done. Um, and, uh, it's simple, but in a way that's incredibly creative. A lot of people throw a lot of plot, a lot of characters, um, a lot of fantastical lands at you, but they can't really pay it off because it's so busy. This is very simple. It's very clean, it's very easy, very elegant, but very creative and thoughtful. Uh, and I highly recommend, uh, if you just want a nice, um, uh, different kind of read, uh, for your okay. afternoon. So that's, uh, Open Throat by Henry Hoke. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, be sure to go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. Say so purchase user affiliate link or favorite item purchase using that link this week was. Jamie, this is uh, an item called a Med Spec ASO ankle stabilizer. It made me think of Aaron. It's so cute. It's like, but listen, this thing has 26,000 global ratings. Aaron, have you ever used an ankle stabilizer? No, I have not. Maybe I should. Maybe you should. I, the two, so whoever bought this bought two at the same time. So thank you for doing that. Okay. With our little yeah. Um, but it has 4.5 stars. Here are the best. Listen, the Q&A is where it's at always. Milton decided to get in there, help some people yep. out by answering some questions. First question was, can these braces be returned? And Milton said, you need to ask before you purchase. Milton, that's what they're doing right here, right now, yeah. is asking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then second, person asked, why don't you include in your description that this item is not returnable? And Milton said, that's not my job. I don't work for Amazon. Contact them and advise them to include that information in the description. Again, Milton, I need you to go play dominoes at the senior center. Okay. That might be the All new right. oldest name I've heard in a long time. You know, that might have the belt <laughs> of old man names. <laughs> that is pretty good. All right, you guys, uh, don't forget, we are going to be in Atlanta on September 29th and or 30th. And we would mm-hmm. love to have you join us for our last live show of 2023. Again, there are a few seats left so you can be in the room where it happens go to knoxandjamie.com slash live if you want to hear all about our austin show and what happened there you can go get a seven-day free trial of our patreon community over at knoxandjamie.com slash patreon all the links you need will be in the show notes i'm jamie golden you can find me on twitter and instagram at jamie b golden i'm nox you can find me on the socials at nox mccoy thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye guys